Good morning, precious saints. My name is Tim Tokwezikela Jibala, and you're listening to Sphere of Truth. I'm very excited to bring you God's word this morning, and I'm so sure that what you're about to listen to is going to bless you. I'm going to be sharing with you on another topic in the series of prayer. We've been looking at the subject of prayer for the past um, three weeks, and then we are going to be going further. This morning, uh, I so much sense the Lord asking me to teach on persistence in prayer even as it relates to the church the church that jesus christ died for is um, a church of prayer so one of the things that we see in scripture is that when jesus went into the to the temple to to flog some people out he says my house shall be called a house of prayer and not a den of thieves i mean he was referring eventually we know that the believer is a house of prayer we know the believer is a house of prayer however we also know collectively the church is a house of prayer and then in every generation everything that god achieves for them we always see the instrumentality of prayer there i mean we always see the instrumentality of prayer for jesus christ to come we saw the persistence of people like anna the prophetess and um, simon the prophet they constantly prayed in the um in the temple i mean that's why the bible says in first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17 pray without season pray without season that is pray persistently pray consistently now you also see that when he promised them uh when he told them to go wait for the promise of the father i mean the church where the bible says acts chapter 2 that they were gathered together in one accord and what were they doing before then for over 50 days they were praying before the bible says when the day of pentecost fully came they were unified and they prayed this should bring something to our mind here that a church that dwells in unity and prays would always see the hand of god a church that dwells in unity and prays will always see the hand of God. Everything God has said to us as a church, everything God has said to us as a generation uh, of believers, there's a lot that is going to happen through prayer if we pay attention to it. The church needs to come back to the place of unity. We all need to be unified in our minds and purpose and we all need to seek God for the things he has spoken to us about and spoken spend enough time in prayer and i would just like to just show certain parts of scripture that speaks about persistence i know for for some weeks now we've talked looked at the subject of prayer and then we've seen again you see the issue of persistence coming but it, today i'm just going to focus on what is on on why we need to be persistent so the bible says in luke chapter 18 i'm just going to read a couple of verses it says and this and he spoke a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint saying there was in a city a judge which feared not god neither regarded man and there was a widow in that city and she came unto him saying avenge me of mine adversary and he would not for a while but afterwards he said within himself though i fear not god nor regard man yet because this widow troubled me i will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me and the lord said hear what the unjust judge said and shall not god avenge his own elect 
which cried day and night unto him, though he be along with them, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? I mean, Jesus is trying to say that one way to demonstrate your faith is actually by persistence in prayer. Let me just show you one or two things in this scripture. I mean, I'm excited. The Holy Ghost is, is, is just flooding my memory with different scripture again. So he says, he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray. That is, if you are a man, it is necessary that you pray. You can't escape it. If you are a man, you can't escape not praying. You must pray. And he says, men ought always to pray and not to faint. You get to a point in time where you begin to lose strength. You get to a point in time where men faint. I mean, the Bible is go to isaiah chapter 40 and was saying even young men they shall lose their strength but they that wait upon the lord they shall renew their strength jesus is is emphasizing here that see you you should not faint if you truly want to get what you're asking god for you don't need to faint and he explained this with this parable that there was a judge i mean this judge did not fear god and there was this widow widows now what what is jesus trying to show us widows were the least in the society in the jewish society widows don't have um they don't have anybody to cater for them widows are, are considered as the least because they are also poor so that that's why you see when the widow came with a widow's might jesus commended our own action more are given more than those that gave out of the abundance so it was because they were the least in the society even in terms of of resources and then she came to to the judge kept on coming that he should avenge her and the judge said something that even though i don't fear god yeah he says even though i don't fear god yet because she is persistent yet because this woman wearies me in other words we can weary situations out in other words we can persist to the extent that we get what we are seeking for now look at this jesus is 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 juxtaposing these two judges together he's comparing this judge with god and he's saying even if this judge as unjust as he is is able to still um um give this woman justice how much more god who is the just god that is the reason why most of the time we don't see justice we don't see vengeance is because we don't persist in the place of prayer i mean check the the book of acts chapter 12 talking about about peter the bible says herod took peter he took peter unjustly he saw that he killed james and then the 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 the, the jews were pleased with it and he went to lay his hands on peter but the bible says prayers were made ceaselessly glory to god he says and and after verse 5 act 12 5 peter therefore was kept in prison but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto god for him see the church prayed there's so much power when the church prays they were in unity they knew what we wanted now or what we want now is to get peter out and they prayed ceaselessly they prayed ceaselessly there's something wrong with a generation of church a church generation that can pray we won't see the hand of god prayer is vital for the church to enter into all of god's will for them prayer is vital a church that won't pray would never would never 
see the power of God. A church that won't pray would not see revival. Church history is full, is full of revivals that broke out on the on the hues of prayer. The Bible we, we know about the Azusa Street revival. These guys had been praying for hundred days. I, I mean for for hundred years, and then before the power of God broke out, they were they, the, the the Bible. I mean the church history is full of many scenarios like this now the question is what is wrong with the art generation when we are much more con- uh, we are much more concerned about the grandeur of church we are uh, of our church of our worship centers we focus on the aces we focus on on the lightnings we focus on on the instruments and we forget that the vital in the vital um, force that we have with us that would move the hand of God in our direction is prayer. The church has stopped praying if we are persistent enough. The Bible says in the book of Revelation chapter 5, we see in the book of Revelation chapter 5 that there are vows in heaven that collect the prayers of saints. There are vows in heaven. And when these vows are full, they are poured as answers. So why does the church stop? And final verse, the, 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 this scripture, the Holy Ghost laid it in my heart, is Isaiah chapter, chapter 60. I mean, Isaiah chapter 63. Isaiah chapter 63. Isaiah chapter 63. Maros Kitefalana. Uh, okay, it's verse chapter 62, rather. Isaiah chapter 62. He says, verse 6, I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace day nor night. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence. Verse 7, and give him no rest till he establish and till he make Jerusalem a praise in the in the air. See, he says, I have set watchmen. In other words, I have set people that will not give me peace, that will not allow me to rest till I do what I said I want to do concerning Jerusalem. So the church, concerning what God wants to do in this church, concerning what God wants to do in our days, we must not keep quiet. We must not. And this is a clarion call to every one of us that believes in, in what God wants to do in our generation. We must not keep quiet. The prayer meetings must continue. The stretch prayers must continue. And it must not be prayers about our needs and wants. It must be prayers about the will of God. I believe this has blessed you. I believe this has blessed you. And I believe this will power up your, your prayer life again. You will see the need to spend more time in God in, with God in prayer and spend more time with believers in prayer. Thank you for joining me today. I want to pray that the hand of the Lord will rest mightily upon you. Your prayer life will be revitalized. The Lord, as, uh, as a man woos a woman, the Lord will woo you the more, even into the sacred place. Amen. This week, go and prosper. Please share this message with your friends, with your family, as we cover the earth with the knowledge of the glory of God. God bless you. I love you.